The reason we focus as a church on Christmas, not just one day, not just two days, not just three, but four Sundays of Advent leading up to the celebration of Christmas. The reason we celebrate together is not for the sake of being a part of something, a big hype squad. <laughs> it's not for the sake of building up anticipation and excitement. It, although all those things happen and are good. I'm telling you, this week, it was the week before Advent. Not a creature was stirring, but every staff member was on their toes. But the reason we do this, and we're being intentional as disciples of Jesus to not only count our days, but to make our days count. And so we take the time during Advent to prepare our hearts. We slow things down and we focus on the themes of Advent as a reminder of what the Christmas life is all about. Not only what the Christmas life is all about, but what the Christian life is all about. And we focus on these four themes. Hope is today. Next week is peace, followed by joy and then love on Christmas Eve. And even as I'm saying this, I'm reminded that uh, if you were to look over to the, my left, your right here, there's a, a small tree in the corner that's lit up all in white. And, and that tree, we're calling it the comfort tree or the peace tree. And next week when we have a, our time of talking about how the Christmas life is a life of peace, we're also gonna make opportunity for those who have someone who has passed away in the last year or so, and you're grieving this Christmas. We wanna give a, a moment for you to acknowledge that grief, to, to allow Holy Spirit to do something in you, a, a comfort that would come, even as you will place an ornament that we'll provide next week for you to put on the tree during that service together as a church family. But we focus on these four things, hope, peace, joy, and love, because we're reminded that God has brought Jesus, Jesus has come so that we could all have this abundant, not just Christmas life, but a Christian life. John 10 verse 10 says, the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy, but Jesus said, I have come that they may have what? Life and have it to the full. So the big question for today is your Christmas life, is it a, a life full of hope today? Uh, this weekend we drove to Barrie and we did a family tradition in, in Barrie about getting my family's Christmas tree. And I was thinking as we were driving there um, and to visit cousins and everybody that I, I was thinking about some of the, the different years in our, in our lives where we, uh, we experienced different kinds of Christmases. Some Christmases were, were truly full of joy and excitement and other Christmases, they weren't so good. I just remember there's times when uh, my parents financially were not in a good situation. And I remember more than one Christmas getting the sit down talk saying, listen, this Christmas is a little different than the one before. This Christmas, you may not have as many gifts under the tree, but we want you to know that it's not really ever been about the gifts, that it's about, our, it's about Christ, it's about him being the center of our lives. He provides for our needs, and we're praying he'll provide, but just, we had the sit-down talk. Has anyone ever experienced that at Christmas? <laughs> I mean, maybe it's the way that we, anyways, I won't say it, but the, the point being, some of you may have experienced that. But what I realized as I was driving home uh, this weekend, I was thinking about the fact that 
it was in the most, what would consider for maybe those family members who were our parents, at the, and, and maybe it was for them some of the darkest times. Other times we were grieving over a, someone who had passed away, but it was during some of those darkest times that we learned what it meant to hope in something much deeper. And I'm so grateful for some of those difficult times. How many people can say you're grateful for some of those difficult times in your life when God showed you what true hope is all about? Yeah. And when the Christmas rush becomes too much and the circumstance is much more important than what's under the tree, we come back to the basics. We start from the beginning. And we ask the simple question, why do we have hope at Christmas? I want to take us to John chapter 1 because it's a powerful scripture. And what I'd like you to do, if we could for just a moment, I, I didn't give a heads up, but at the back, if we could turn down the house lights for a moment, I want you to hear the scriptures. You can close your eyes if you'd like, but I want you to, or watch the screen and follow along. But I want us to remember just for a moment what's so important about the hope of Christmas. John chapter 1 says this. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning that light, so that through him all might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light, the true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. And he was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision or a husband's will, but born of God. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only son who came from the father, full of grace and truth. May the Lord bless this hopeful reading of the word of God, amen? Amen. We can turn the lights back up at this time. The word became, the word was in the beginning. We have this hope. We have this hope at Christmas and all through the year because he, Jesus, has always been present. John 1, 1 said, in the beginning was the word. And we know the Bible, that we, as we know it, Genesis 1 says, in the beginning. Strong's Concordance describes this, in the beginning was the word, as this word in the Greek called Logos, or Logos. And the word comes from this Greek word, Logos, or Logos, denotes the essential word of God. 
Jesus Christ, the personal wisdom and power in union with God, his minister in creation and government of the universe, the cause of all the world's life, both physical and ethical, which for the procurement of man's salvation put on human nature in the person of Jesus, the Messiah, the second person in the Godhead, and shone forth conspicuously through his words and deeds. In the beginning was the word. The wisdom and power of God personified through Jesus Christ. It's powerful. You see, when John was using these words, he was, he was using a term that was in the Greek philosophy. It was referring to the word and the divine reason, and it was this complete mix together of the two. The word and the divine reason. There was a Greek philosopher at the time who used the term around 600 BC to designate the divine reason or plan which coordinates a changing universe. And John, he uses this term intentionally for us to connect with this present day readers explaining that Christ is truly the powerful word, the powerful word that breathed life into being. And he is the reason behind why everything exists. We can have hope because God was always present. He is forever present. Paul, he explains also to his Greek audience, he says in Acts 17, the God who made the world and everything in it is the Lord of heaven and earth. He does not live in temples built by human hands and he's not served by human hands as if he needed anything. Rather, he himself gives everyone life and breath and everything else. From one man he made all the nations that he should inhabit the whole earth and he marked out their appointed times and histories and boundaries of their lands. God did this so. If you're wondering about the so what, God gave, did this so that they would seek him and perhaps reach out for him and find him, though he is not far from any one of us, for in him we live and move and have our being. Again, a quote, not first by Paul, but quoting a philosopher of the time, to make this connection to his listeners. If there's something on my heart today, it would be not only that you would make a connection with the living hope, Jesus, but that you would be able to make a connection for others why Christmas is different for you. Why Christmas can make you go above your circumstances, can make you go deeper in your faith walk. Why Christmas truly is about life and life more abundantly. The very life we have in Christ is because he himself breathed life into being. This is the very source of our confidence, isn't it? No matter what your circumstances or lot in life, take assurance of this. God was before all things, present in all things, sovereign over all things. He is fully aware. Fully aware and not absent from what is happening in the world all around us even today. So why is the Christmas life full of hope? Because he's always been present. But secondly, we have a hope because his light is within us. Amen? John 8, 12, when Jesus spoke again to the people, he said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. You know, I have a, I, I feel as if um, when it comes to, I was trying to get an illustration of what it's like as Christians when we think about the light of the world being within us. 
And I actually think we have a lot of a, a really soft and, and beautiful imagery in mind, that we are the light of the world and we make a, a great little display of his love. I mean, you could put a picture up on the big screen of what that kind of looks like. You know how you're decorating at Christmas and you've got all these little, ooh, let's just find something on Pinterest and do something cool in our house. I mean, I've got a million of those little moments in our house too. Uh, and so we take the lights, we find the new batteries, we put them in, and when we come to church, our light within us gets a little fancy, we might clap, right? We get excited. Uh, depending on the moment and the mood and how we, we need to express ourselves, then we just become a little bit, I don't know, syncopated or rhythmic. It just all these pieces, right, that we, we view as just being nice, neat, and tidy, our Christian life, the hope that we have. But I want to suggest today that the light in you is more like what Proverbs 4.18 says. It says, the path of the righteous the path that you and I walk on is like the morning sun. The morning sun shining ever brighter to the full light of day, the Bible says. Imagine taking the sunrise and putting that inside of your jar, your life. Wouldn't that shine rather bright? <laughs> the sunrise that comes up put in a jar, and placed for all to see. That's the kind of light, the kind of hope that you and I hold. Matthew 5, 14, it was Jesus who said these words, you are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and it gets light, gives light to everyone in the house. You have the opportunity this Christmas not only to show light by being at church on an Advent Sunday, by coming to a Christmas Eve service, even inviting your neighbors, but you actually get to bring hope into every room that you step into. That could be in your workplace, it could be in your household, it could be at your school, it could be, it could be anywhere that you are, in a grocery store, in a lineup, in the car, passing people in the street. You have the light of the world, a hope for a bright future, hope for a Christmas-centered, a Christ-centered Christmas, hope for a better tomorrow, hope for eternity in the return of Christ. This is the hope you and I contain. It's not abstract. It's not philosophical. It's concrete, and it's because of this, number three, we have a hope because he, Jesus, the word, came and dwelled among us. This is what we celebrate, the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only son who came from the father, full of grace and truth, the, the, the actual walking out of Jesus' life, full of grace and full of truth, this perfect harmony. It's not just a pretty story. It's not only just a, a manger scene that we look at each and every week. No, it's... God incarnate. Luke 1, it's the story we love to go to on the first Sunday of Advent, but it says the angel went to Mary and he said, greetings you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. And in verse 29, it says Mary was greatly troubled at his words. 
Let me pause right there to say this. Even when sometimes God's message is brought, even at sometimes when we know the truth that is being spoken in a moment of a darkness, in a moment when we need to see the light, even in those moments, sometimes we get scared. But the angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great, and he will be called the son of the most high. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. And some of us need to hear these words today. Do not be afraid. Don't be afraid to have hope. Life can make us feel cynical. It can make us feel uh, trapped in what is said to be our destiny or what we're supposed to believe will be the end result of circumstances, doctors, reports, whatever that looks like, diagnosis. And we get in a spot where we think we've We can only hope so far. May I encourage you today, do not be afraid. Don't be afraid to hope because the word, the one who is in the beginning and the end, he came and he dwelled among us. He knows firsthand what it means to be in need, to be dependent on others to bear a cross too heavy to bear. He knows firsthand betrayal, hunger, weariness due to our human frailty, but he's fully God. He can fully handle all this world throws our way. And the Christmas life, the Christmas life is a life full of hope because of him, amen? It's a life full of hope because of him. Would you stand with me? I'm gonna invite the worship team to come. They said I couldn't do it, I couldn't preach shorter, but I did it. The message doesn't change. (laughs) It's the same every Christmas, the themes that pull us through. But the truth of those themes, it will pull you through every season in life. That's what makes a difference. That's what's the difference between the celebrations all around us and a choice to focus on the true meaning of the season. Would you dare to hope again? Would you dare to breathe in his presence and allow hope to seep into the places where we feel cynicism, doubt, fear, desperation? Would you allow an eternal hope to fill your heart today? Jesus, we pray for every person in this room, God. We said it already today, may the joy of the Lord be our strength. God, I pray for strength to come in the form of hope today. Bible says hope will not disappoint us. For those who have been disappointed over and over again by a world around them, God, I pray they will be 
beelining it right to you today. In their heart of hearts, may they begin this Christmas season, this countdown, not for the purpose of feeling the hype, God, but for the purpose of drawing near to you. Because the Bible says if we draw near to God, he'll draw near to us. And so God, I pray as we focus our attention on you, would you continue to be faithful? Would you fill us with your spirit in a fresh way, God? So that even as we're doing activities, even as we're singing Christmas carols, even as we're wrapping gifts for others, God, we'll be reminded of the hope that is ours, that is eternal. And may that motivate us. May it transform us. And may it shine like a, as a fresh new sunrise in the morning over every area and circumstances of our lives, but also so that others will see the light of the world in us. And we'll give you all the praise. We'll give you all the honor that you don't disappoint at the end of the day. Even when the circumstances are different than we would have predicted, God, our hope is eternal. It's in Christ Jesus. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He will not fail. He is our joy. He's our strength. He's our hope. In Jesus' name. All God's people said, amen, amen.